What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. I, I just got to start this off with, I put on a Hall of Fame performance to be here. So I, I was working till 7. We, we plan on recording at 7.30. A customer pulls up at uh, 6.52. So, I mean, you know, the, mm. this phone industry, it's it's an hour it's an hour interaction at least every time, or maybe 30 minutes to an hour at least every time. You know, transferring the stuff, it takes quite a bit. person got to pick their phone and everything. Uh, the person walked in at 7.52, took a load to pick their phone. They walked out the door at 7.05. I closed the register, got out at 7.08. Mm. I mean, I'm just, I was putting up 2018 Braun numbers. <laughs> yeah, you're really just him. That's very impressive. You know, I have very minimal experience in the phone business, but definitely not as much as you, but that is impressive. I will say I was definitely not doing that back in my day. You're vet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every interaction could be that way, but. It's just, you know, it's just not good, not healthy for the customer. It wasn't the best experience, um, but it was the best that I could do in a quick amount of time. So fire. Yeah. They, they love satisfied. Yeah. As long as they left happy, that's all you can ask for at the end of the day, no matter how long it takes, how fast, how short, whatever. But shout out to you. Cause that's, I, I love the, love the grind to get here for the pie. That's, that's real right there, man. I think we got to kick it off here. Ox battle number seven. It, it was the topic of last week's episode, two weeks ago now at this point. Um, but man, what a series! Yeah, it was a roller coaster. Um, that's why I started off with a different story so we didn't have to talk about it. You know, I'm still a little <laughs> bit emotional. Still, um, I don't I don't take losses very well, so I'm gonna take it personally. I'm gonna you know get in the gym, get get this taken care of, because I. I just, I haven't slept well since then. You know, I just keep waking up with like nightmares every week. So might need some therapy or something. Yeah. I mean, you put up a great performance. So I know you were really grinding to figure out these songs as was I. So, I mean, I think it came down to game seven. It was a great game seven. That's all you can ask for in this Ox game. Let's run through the results from Ox battle number seven, two weeks ago. The first category was 2000s pop. Elijah picked Love Story by Taylor Swift, and I picked Unwritten by Natasha Benningfield, and that was 48% to 52%. I won that one very, very close there. When we were talking about it on the episode, I was like, ooh, this is a good matchup. Like, it could really go either way, this, and it was one vote basically made the difference there. This, this just really shows that our viewers just don't know their pop. Uh, what lost last time, the second to last Ox battle, uh, that I, I was very – oh, Summertime Sadness. Uh, Oh yeah. Get yeah. lucky. Get lucky's a banger though. That's that's yeah. the one. You guys just but to me, you know, you guys just don't connect with me, I guess, for two thousands and yeah. Next one we had song by a little rapper. I went with Lil Yachty's song Split Whole Time. You went with Right Above It by Lil Wayne, and you won that 79% to 21%. Tied up one to one here. Next category was a song that dropped in our birth month. You picked What to Do off the Jack Boys Project. I picked No More Parties in LA by Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar. I will say here, when I was making the videos for the story here, I, you know, No More Parties in LA didn't have a video, a music video. And typically when I'm making, I try to find their music video, take a little clip from that, you know, whatever. So both of these did not have a music video. I don't think What to Do does. So I was going to go with the album cover and I searched no more parties in LA 
it released in January, not February. Technically, mm-hmm. it was a single. So if it came down to it, I was having that internal debate. If it was, you I know, think we got to get four, a three me, by this. Well, either way, it's four three. <laughs> this, this is direct violation. Either way, then either it just changes the whole flow of the game, though. No, no, no. It's like the, play, the footballs are playing yeah. with an illegal player for a quarter, you know. But it did come out on the life of Pablo, which came out in February. So there's some asterisks on this one. But I won that one 74% to 26%. Let us know in the comments what you think about that. But it's either 5-2, 4-3, spoiler alert, final score. But let's talk about these other matchups. Uh, song with a color in the title. I picked Orange Soda by Baby Keem, and you picked Blue World by Mac Miller. And I won that matchup 70 to 30. Then a song with no features. I went North North by Vince Staples. And you went Sky by Playboy Cardi. I won that matchup 58 to 42. Then a 2023 song. You went Back to the Moon by Gunna. And I went to Hillbillies by Baby Keem and Kendrick. And you won that matchup 57 to 43. Then a meme song. I thought you were going to clear with this one. You went Old Town Road by Lil Nas X and I went Jesus is the one I got depression by Zach Fox and I won that one 58 to 42 and ultimately I won the matchup five to two potentially four to three if we're gonna say no more parties I think the whole whole series is voided now in my opinion in my mind but I mean let's get to the let's let's just move on from all that congratulations of course I mean I'm talking about this vengeance here for this next seven game series we're gonna be facing y'all so just just be ready stay ready i'm coming hard and i, I know it's jonathan here it's he's just gonna, <laughs> uh i just know he's gonna you know just confirm all these tracks and we're just gonna put together we're, we're going 4-0 4-0 sweep it's gonna be a, we're gonna play seven games but we're gonna win seven so not even like a seven game series i guess i love that i mean i think you and i we have some areas of similar taste but very different tastes in some areas and i think when you put those two players together, you know, it's almost like a maybe this isn't the best comparison because they haven't won too much, but it's a little like I'm getting Kawhi Paul George vibes, you know, like they're different, but they got some some similarities. They both lock up on D, but Kawhi's a little more reserved. You got podcast P. They're just different guys, but they're a pretty good team when they're out there on the court together. Um, and so we'll take on anybody, I think. Yeah. So I mean, if y'all y'all want the smoke, um, just let us know. We we've got a few can't I'd say we have at least three of those spots, three of the seven filled up. So mm-hmm. I mean, past that, it, it is open. We want all the smoke. We're ready. So let's get it. Yeah, we'll definitely have the next one of those coming up here in the next month, I would say. Definitely gonna be very exciting. Great to get you guys involved with the episodes too, anybody who's interested. But you know, the next month is gonna be a little bit different. Let's address that quickly. We've kind of been slacking, I'm going to be honest, this summer. Like, we missed, I think, two weeks so far this summer. You know, it is summer. We got different things going on. We typically record on the weekend, so we got something going on on the weekend. Kind of tough getting episode. And I think I'm personally the reason we didn't record both weeks. So, hand up. That's on me. Um, but Iron Man over here. You are. Yeah, you're <laughs> just killing a little Cal Ripken or whatever. But yeah, we're doing our best with these episodes out. I have a vacation coming up and then another vacation coming up. And then you got a cruise coming up. So these next three weeks really are going to be tough, but we're going to get episodes out. They might be a little bit shorter. They might not have the news, but they're going to be like the main topic 
that we would have. So they'll be shorter, maybe, you know, 20, 30 minute episodes, but something for you guys to get you through the week until we're back in action here, just fully. Then I think the next episode after that will be, I'll be able to talk about Lollapalooza because I'm seeing Kendrick. So that'll be fire. You'll be able to talk about your cruise stories. I'll be able to talk about my vacation stories. That might just be a catch up episode. That'd be a vibe. Yeah, though, so just, just, you know, we'll feel yeah. it out. And then maybe an ox battle after that. So I would say maybe an ox battle sometime like the second week of August, third week of August. So just be on the lookout for that. Let us know before then, if you're trying to get on, we can make it happen or at least get you on the schedule for one of these upcoming ones. So let's kick things off here. Talking about our songs of the week. Obviously it's been two weeks with no episodes. So we've had a little bit of time to think of some songs here some different stories to go with songs kick us off here with one of your songs you wanted to give some love this week so for my first song i have rockstar made i just just that like little transition there or like the little flow switch i guess is just just insane i mean i was riding with brennan he was talking about how he hated cardi and we just listened to that and it, it just kind of is i uh i was trying to sway him on cardi too i was playing r.i.p for him and i told him he just doesn't get it because he hasn't made a mill off that mumbling shit yet so mm-hmm. When he does, he'll get it. But he hasn't been in the pit. Didn't... I didn't really understand until you know, I was in the pits. You're just yeah. fucking going nuts. So I, I, yeah, I mean, it's kind of grown on me a little bit. I, I'll admit I wasn't the biggest fan initially, but you know, it's grown on me a little bit. So yeah, I mean, I'm like the opposite here. Like, I'm not going to be in that pit for Playboy Cardi, but I can still appreciate the music. You know, when I hear it out in the wild, I'm like, all right, I see why this is what it is. But I don't think I'm ever going to be going to a Playboy Cardi concert trying to get active with the vamps. Like, I'm just too old for that at this point in my life. I don't yeah. think I don't. No, I don't see I, that happening. I get that. I can't. I can't do it as much as I used to. You know, I, I sit a lot of them out, so I feel that really. I got mm-hmm. a lot of miles on on this body. So facts. Uh, my first song of the week. I'm gonna go with "Barry Bonds" by Kanye West and Lil Wayne. Truly, maybe one of my least favorite Kanye songs of all time. Like it's not that good of a song in the real grand scheme of things, but. In the setting yesterday, it was hitting. That setting, the Hoopston Rec Softball League playoffs and championship. One of the teams was playing music off a speaker in the dugout, and they were playing Barry Bonds. And, you know, Barry Bonds obviously got the baseball ties. You know, it was really hitting in that situation. Uh, Unfortunately, my team came up a little bit short in those playoffs, but we put up a good run. You know, we did beat the team that ended up winning the championship, but it is double elimination and they beat us uh, the second time we played them yesterday. So tough, but they were a really good team. we got to show some love to some of the boys, you know, our range brothers, Lucas Hofer, as well as producer Devin Stevens, the goat. My man killed it. He really single-handedly beat us yesterday. We scored three runs in a game and he had two home runs and eight total RBIs, including the sack fly for the win. So 10 run ruled us tough. Devin really, really went off yesterday so we'll see what happens maybe a little second avenue team in the fall league hey we'll see possibly stay tuned so for my next track here we got the first track i kind of like ever genuine or started you know bumping by brent fias we got needed i don't know if i've ever told that on here or what but i, I love mm-hmm. needed it stayed in my rotation it's like senior year so like 2019 2020 ish yeah i've been both my brand ever since so yeah when you sent this one i was like taken aback almost like it's not one of the brent songs that i would expect from you but it's a fantastic song so i was really surprised when you just said that that that's one of your first yeah. ones you really got into because 
not what I would have expected, but definitely a great song. So love that. The next song I got is Paprika by Japanese Breakfast. I went and saw Japanese Breakfast at Summerfest in Milwaukee. I don't know if we've talked about that at all on the pod. I think that was the week we missed. Yeah, that was so yeah, Japanese Breakfast killed it. I really haven't gone to too many like indie type concerts. Um, mostly just rap, but Japanese Breakfast killed it. Great show. Her vocals are crazy. Um she came to the Castle Theater in Bloomington, you know, if you're from the central Illinois area. And I was like, wow, they got Japanese breakfast. Like, that was like a big deal because I worked there for a couple months as like an intern, you know, whatever. And they really didn't get any shows I wanted to go to. And like three months later or whatever, they got Japanese breakfast. And I was like, ooh, I kind of want to go. So I listened to her album because I'd heard the name. I remember she was nominated for Best New Artist uh, when Chance was, I believe, at the Grammys. So I was like, Okay, I know who she is. I want to hear the music, though. And I was like, oh, this is really good. And then I didn't go to the concert. Kind of didn't listen to it forever. And then found out we were going to Summerfest. And she was there the night we were going to be there. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I only knew like three songs of hers. Uh, This being one of them. This is the intro from her album, Jubilee. And truly like one of my favorite intros of all time. I think that deserves an episode one day in the near future. about the intro, talking about the outros, because that's such a key Huge, part to an yeah. album um but this is a fantastic intro definitely give it a listen i'd say give the whole album a listen it's not too long um pretty different from many of the songs we talk about many of the you know styles we're talking about but really good so definitely give that a recommendation here yeah i'll have to do it myself uh moving on to my last track here i i think i'm ready to stamp this is the greatest feature ever we got devil in a new dress kanye rick ross i mean just like the buildup by Kanye, Mike Dean, drums and, you know, whatever going on at the intro or, you know, for like 45 seconds, nearly probably, mm-hmm. what, probably almost a minute, I'd say confidently. Probably. Um, and yeah, just phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Nothing I think can top that. I mean, name a better feature. You can't, I would potentially agree. Like I'd have to think about it, but it's definitely in that conversation. Like it, it's crazy. It's probably the only feature in the history of rap songs that has a video for just the feature verse. Like that video of Rick Ross driving around in the whip in the city just to his verse and that beat killer. So yeah, that's one of the best verses of all time. No question. Um, my last song of the week, I got sicko mode. You might be saying sicko mode, you know, this isn't 2018. What are we talking about here? But if you've been following for a minute, you know we did the 2018 songs bracket with the boy Brennan Granados. Shout out to him. He's home. He's back. Back in the 217. I don't think and... you wanted that ever. I don't think you wanted that out there. <laughs> I mean, continue on because he deserves it. But he's a hero. Go thank that man for his service. Don't thank him for shit. <laughs> maybe you'll see him. Maybe you won't. Elijah, you kind of gave it away because you said you were bumping Cardi with him. So unless we're talking yeah. over Zoom, I mean, how, whatever. But it was a different Brennan. He went to a different school. You wouldn't know him. Yeah, you wouldn't know him. Uh, shout out to BG though, the boy. Go back and give that 2018 bracket a watch, a listen. However, you take in our podcast because that's one of my favorite episodes. Honestly, like I think the it was just flowing. The conversation was just flowing that day. Shout out to him too because he just brings it out of us yeah um he's gonna be back i will say he's gonna be back for an ox battle potentially looking for a partner i so like that we'll, i like we'll 2v2s see. here we'll see though 2v1s might be a little overpowered if we're being honest like 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll have to feel it out, but yeah, he'll be back soon. So if you enjoyed that episode, stay tuned. Let's get into the topic of today's episode, though. We're talking about the 2023 XXL freshman list. It's maybe a little bit late to talk about this. I feel like it's been out for a little bit, but I have some thoughts about that to get into. We'll talk about the artists on here, as well as some of the artists that we think should have been on there. And yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about the artists that are on the list first, I guess. We got Finesse Two Times, Lola Brooke, Rob49, Friday, Glorilla, Too Rare, Sleazy World Go, Central C, Real Boston Richie, LaTyler, Tia Corinne, and DC the Don, who got the 10th spot vote. What are your, you know, initial thoughts on this list? It, it still hasn't changed. I mean, we sent it to each other probably. It's been at least maybe a month. There's some interesting names, um, you know, <laughs> and I, I feel like I don't, I don't want to judge too much because like, I mean, last year, Babytron, like I listen to Babytron every single day now at <laughs> least. And I would have never known that other than this XXL list. So, I mean, I trust their job, trust what they're doing and everything. Um, favorite name though, real Boston, Richie. Um, Ooh. <laughs> and then favorite member, I got a list sleazy world go, you know, I only did about a track each for everybody. So, you know, there's still a lot of time to think about it, you know, it's kind of like just an introduction. So we'll see, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, baby Tron is literally constantly in rotation. So maybe I'm going to get one of those from here. Mm-hmm. Um, Glorilla. I, I love that pick, you know, I, she was right there, right in front of me when ASAP Rocky brought her out. So that, that was a W Fire. central C. I love that as well. So, I mean, wh- what were your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts was I felt older than ever, truly. Like, I remember being, you know, 18 when the XXL class of 2016 came out. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been listening to guys from, you know, some longer than others. Mm-hmm. But I was at least I knew everybody on that list. And I feel like for a couple of years there, I knew everybody on these lists. Like, I was just mm-hmm. keeping up, keeping up, keeping it up. And now it's kind of to the point where I don't like the past two years. I haven't known like many like only a handful each year. I feel like in the, you know, the five years ago, freshman list, we were getting like people that were maybe a little more established, but they had hits. Uh And I feel like, you know, we were talking about how there's only been one rap album to go number one this year. The hits aren't as plentiful anymore. It doesn't feel like this year, at least the drops aren't as frequent. Some people are dropping obviously very frequently, but some aren't. Um, I don't know, man. It just feels like, it's just and a I, less interesting list than I'm used to the past couple of years. And I feel like you even look at the snubs in the past years, there's nothing like too out of pocket or too crazy that would have fucking, you know, just completely turned this around. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you have to get ice spice. That, that's one of the snubs, obviously. Like you have to do whatever you can to get her on that list. Like mm-hmm. there's not like there's, you can't name 10 harder, harder artists right now than ice spice. No. No, you got Ice Spice, and then last year was like Yeet. Like, you needed Yeet last year for it to be like, okay, this is what rap in 2022 looks like. Mm -hmm. In 2023, you need Ice Spice. And obviously, there's something about, you know, being too big for it. I think Mm -hmm. that that's kind of a cool thing is like, I'm, you know, I'm too big for it. Like, I don't need Double XL. But I will also say, Double XL to me doesn't have the weight that it once had. Like, being a Double XL freshman meant something. Like, being when you look at the cl- you look at the classics like the list back in like I mean like you're saying 26 like even the past years just have felt you not as not as good but you look at fucking the 20 early 2010s like 
there are so many mm-hmm. fucking huge artists and it could change you know these artists could could turn into you know the level of what those other artists have been um but i just i don't foresee it I, i'll say but i mean i don't either if sleazy world go turns into fucking <laughs> i mean little dirk little dirk is massive he's one of the biggest artists in rap if he you know that happens i mean props to him but i mean like you said it just doesn't hold as much weight anymore um i mean some more sub- snubs for me personally mobby I-, I would love to see him on the list Ooh, Even Triplin, yeah, that nice. yeah, that's yeah. another good one i know you would love to see mike dimes that's oh yeah they they would have made it a stronger class but i don't i don't know i can't sit there like fall xxl because i just i don't know i i couldn't have done better <laughs> i don't know i think you definitely could have done better if you sit and think about it for a little bit man i don't know though like i like your comparison though to little dirk because it seems like so long ago that he wasn't a Bucks on freshman because he was in there with Chance. He was in there with Isaiah Rashad, Vic Menza, you know, all those guys. And that was what, like 2013 or 2014. Mm-hmm. And he never really had like that huge mainstream presence until laugh now, cry later. Yeah. And you- and then after that, it's been raps like Lil Durk has been like a superstar. And I feel like he was very big and maybe it just felt like that because he's from Chicago and we're from Illinois and we've been like knowing about Lil Dirk for forever, but it doesn't feel like he's it's, it's, been around for that long. And it just doesn't feel like he's been a star for that long. So maybe that's, you know, a p- possibility for these artists. Like maybe they're real big for wherever they're from. <laughs> and people are like, Oh yeah, it's about time to double XL freshman. And in three years, Oh yeah. Like they're a star, but maybe it won't be, you know, till seven years from now until they're superstars globally that are, you know, headlining festivals and getting number one albums, but we'll see. It's just, I mean, I say this every time I talk, I try and bring this up every time I, it crosses my mind. It's so hard to grasp how big little Dirk is. Like if you, oh, yeah. you told me in 2013, 2017, you, you know, I just, I still almost look at him like one of the, like just the Chicago rappers, the King Vons, G Herbos, you know, he's it's still in my mind. He is that. But then I see, you know, the album sales he's doing or, you know, just how much attention he gets on social media or all this other stuff. It, it is insane. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's always that potential for for any artist. And then, of course, you know, an XXL freshman, of course, you got to have some sort of potential. So um, just a, a weird list. I feel like the last two years especially have been weird. But Yeah, I totally agree. One of the things I was thinking about going along with the fact that it doesn't really carry the same weight. And this is just like my thought process on maybe why it doesn't. I think that it's because of social media and internet. Like I think people used to have to look at these outlets for like mm-hmm. opinions, like complex, like double XL, like you had these like tentpole events, like the freshman list, mm-hmm. like complexes rapper of the year, all these different like articles, videos, whatever they were, to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to see who they say is the next rapper to blow up or what's their album of the year, all these different things. And now I feel like they're almost getting watered down a little bit. And then just because social media, so many people are able to have a voice. I mean, we have somewhat of a voice now, you know what I mean? We're like, the voice, we're the voice of the streets, you know? So. Exactly. But like everybody has a voice. And I think because of that, you can almost connect with people that more closely have a similar taste like i would much rather go to like 
Connie off Instagram. He has a page where he posts all these different ones. You know, Shrek knows rap on Twitter. SK, all these people, like, I like their tastes a little bit more than Double uh-huh. XL's in 2023. Like, I'd rather see what they got to say than double, what Double XL says, mm-hmm. which, you know, I think that's tough. I think it's kind of just taken away. No, I think it's still tough. Like, could you put together a solid list of 10 that would compete with anything 10 years ago or past that? Like, mm that's even like remotely close like even at the well i mean 2016 obviously that's just a fucking amazing class at that time you knew you knew a lot of that you know mm-hmm. but i still think it'd be very i just don't think these artists are you know, just popping up like that right now um maybe we're just kind of in like a dead period almost i feel like it's just i don't know it's it's, it's weird it's a weird time in music especially this year i will say so mm-hmm. i do think it's a weird year i do think you could put together a list though maybe it's not touching the class that was like the Travis Scott action Bronson. Yeah. That class to me is like one of the best 2016 is one of the best. We got to rank the, there's we gotta rank the classes that's great. Sometime. Yeah. We'll definitely have to rank those sometime. I tried my hand at, you know, who I would put in contention here. And I think it's very tough to say because they pick people at different stages in their career. Like some of these people are a little bit older. Some of them are a little bit newer to the scene. Is it about putting people on or is it about, you know, honoring people that have got that achievement, whether it's a hit, whether it's, you know, a really good album. I think there's kind of different ways you can become a freshman. And so this year, would I say, you know, a Kenny Mason, because I actually was looking through the Wikipedia about double XL, just taking a look at, you know, who's been on what years. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking back. And he turned it down. I never knew that, but Kenny Mason turned down Double XL, and it was like three years ago. That's so that's crazy. pretty surprising. So, so, they, you put so they Kenny got that Mason, right. Yeah, they got that right for sure. But so I feel wrong putting Kenny Mason on a list if he turned it down mm-hmm. already. But I do think when you're talking about rap in 2023, Kenny Mason's name has some weight. I think Red Veil. He's another one. Like I don't think it's too late for Red Veil. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he learned to swim was a great album. I think he's definitely made a lot of noise, but he's not a household name. He's not super known like that. There's definitely people that are bigger names than Red Veil that have been on double XL. He felt like a great pick for last year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just, he was definitely on my last year, but he didn't make it last year or this year. So it's like, and how much I is, this, of year... this is, yeah. How much of this is the artist like just turning it down as well. So, I mean, not to hate on XXL. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough thing to do. You got a lot of different, like, demographics to i mean please here almost and you know so yeah mm-hmm. all right a couple more names let's run through them obviously glorilla fantastic choice there she's been killing it i think some of these female rappers they've been going crazy tia corinne deserved it ice spice deserved it probably turned it down so whatever i think those three though those have been great picks DC the don i like that pick i think dc the don's cool i saw him in concert you know i wasn't super familiar with his music before that but he's definitely got a fan base i knew that before mm-hmm. and he's got versatility which i think is something that a lot of these artists don't have as much of mm-hmm. so i like him being on here central c i like that pick a lot yeah uh la tyler he's been making a lot of noise i feel like he was somebody that like almost every week on these releases be like oh yeah he's dropping he's dropping you know, he's on a feature um so definitely i think that was a great choice uh v's i don't know too much about v's i just heard his album it was good i feel like i've seen him with some features and stuff 
uh, and he's been pretty good. So I would have liked to see him on here. Jaleel. Jaleel seemed like a perfect fit, yeah, truly. I mean, he has the social media influence. He's got the energy. I feel like he would have had a cool cipher with, you know, some energy. Probably would have, like, done some flips or something. That would have been a moment. Uh, Eam Triplin, you named him. Would have been perfect. Mike Dimes, you named him as well. Would have been great. Mavi, again, great. And the last one I got is Doughboy. I never knew of Doughboy until he was on West Side Guns album last year. And I was like, okay, like, I kind of like Doughboy. And then he dropped an album. Uh, that was cool. He had a couple, you know, big features on that. And he's another one. He's been putting out music for a little bit. Um, same thing with V's. They're both like, I'm not as familiar with them, but they both been putting out music for a little bit. And I feel like they're at that level now where it would make sense. And, you know, some of these people on the list, I'm not familiar with. So just because I'm familiar with them doesn't mean, you know, that makes them any more yeah. valid. But um, yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of deserving artists that could have been there this year. Yeah. And I mean, I think just to close it out, I, I just want to clarify, especially this is not a knock on the artist this is not really a knock on XXL. It's no. a tough thing to do to put this all together. So um, just because we're putting in these like alterations, almost we're just kind of giving it our, our take on it. It's not necessarily the right one. So hundred percent, like these artists, they're deserving, cool, deserving. They're just like, not who I'm listening to. So this is more so just like, if this was my list, these are the people I would say. Um, I think that, you know, some of our picks maybe offer a little bit more uh, versatility, which is like something that I think this list was lacking a little bit. Like I was looking through it and I just kept seeing like, oh, they got a song with Lil Baby. And I'm like, wow. is that all you need <laughs> to get that, you know, big hit and be on the freshman list in 2023? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I would like Drake feature. Exactly. And little baby is a new one of that, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. Would have liked a little more versatility, but definitely some talent on this list. So go show all those artists some love, go show all the artists we mentioned some love because they're all, you know, on the come up and they need it all. I'm sure. Oh, they're all doing pretty well, but, yeah. <laughs> but they'll take anything they can get. I'm sure. Um, anyway. Yeah. So decent list, but definitely not. Well, we we're used to seeing with yeah. double XL in the past. All right, let's talk about some of the news we missed last week. So we got two weeks of releases to talk about, which is great because, you know, as we've been talking about throughout the year, hasn't been as much going on, but these past two weeks, I think we got some great projects, great singles. Let's just go through all the projects from the last two weeks. We got Conway, the machine, lucky Dominic Fike, Eam Triplin, Lil TJ, King Von, DDG, Dave East, JPEG Mafia, and Danny Brown, Zach Bia, and ESTG. Then we got singles from Lil Skies, Flo Millie, Logic, Party Next Door, Mick Jenkins, Tyga, The Weeknd, Tyler Yahweh, Bia, Kent Carson, Post Malone, DC The Don, Quavo, Sleepy Hollow, and Pink Panthers. This is a very good two weeks when you're really yeah. looking at it. I feel like maybe because it's two weeks, we're doing it all together. This is like very solid. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, the Eam Triplin project, I really enjoyed that. I just, I always give Eam Triplin a listen just because of the uh, oh, yeah. the Rolling Loud moment. Like that, not the top <laughs> yeah. that for me. Um, Dominic Fike, very impressive as well. I still think it's a year too late, but um, I enjoy it a lot. So, um, what what projects are you bumping, or have you been bumping? Man, it's Lucky Sex Money Drugs. Yeah, Lucky as well. I got to get fire Sunburn very good mona lisa that's a fantastic song 
Our boy Devin loves that one. We've been bumping that one like crazy. There's a lot of good tracks on that one. I think Dominic Fike definitely came through with this one. I think off like my first listen, I like it better than um, his last album. There's no politics and violence on there, though. There is no politics (laughs) and violence. Politics and violence is better than any song on Sunburn, but I think Sunburn might be the better album. Uh, Eam Triplin killed it. I think there's some great songs on there. What What the Ho Cried, one of my favorite songs off of that one. But Scaring the Ho's DLC pack, so good. I mean, Scaring the Ho's a normal release was fantastic. One of my top five albums of the year for sure so far. And this DLC pack with a couple more songs. The cover is crazy. Just as good. And the cover is elite. We'll have to add that in the next um, ranking album artwork episode but wow that it is great i don't know i don't even know how they came up with that cover i love the first cover too like that first cover is tough but Mm -hmm. this one may top it they're very different like the first one's a little bit more like artsy i feel like yeah Yeah, it's more of a traditional album cover but this is like for the dlc troll yeah it's such a great troll just like that vape it looks just like it then they dropped a usb vape like it has the album oh, okay. on it. That's fire. Like I should have bought it, but yeah, might might get one from my boy BG. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, even these singles definitely cool. Mick Jenkins' song was very good, and I also really like the Pink Panthers one. Pink Panthers um, came through with "Destroy Lonely." Great track. Yeah, interesting combo there, but I did it. Yeah. I did enjoy it <laughs> for sure. Let's talk about some of the other news here. Let's stick with the releases loosely. We got, you know, a big number here for Lucky. My man Lucky projected to sell 40,000 first week. This is pretty surprising because bigger artists than him, I feel like, haven't been doing that. So we'll see what the official number is, but 40,000 would be crazy. That is a massive number. I mean, he's he's up next, I feel like, or he's on track to be one of the next stars in rap. So mm-hmm. big W for him. For sure. Uh more news here about Utopia. We've been talking about this forever. Travis Scott is set to perform slash host a Utopia launch party at the Pyramids of Giza. This is wild. It seems like there's some hints that other people are going to be there. Westside Gun has like posted pictures in Egypt like he's already there. So maybe he'll be there for that. He's obviously been on one of the biggest leak songs from Utopia. So seems like he could potentially be there for that. As well as the weekend, people were saying, oh, he's not on tour that day. Is he going to be there? And he retweeted it, which kind of seems like yes. And the weekend's been on like every Travis Scott Uh, project. So I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, But yeah, this is going to be a very interesting rollout. Uh, Obviously, not many people can say they've done anything in the Pyramids of Giza, but Travis Scott Mm -hmm. soon to be one of them. So that'll be dope. Yeah, Utopia. I'm, I'm so ready at this point um i i can't contain it i mean hopefully before the end of the month you know we'll see fingers I guess, crossed but... seems like yes though and then i guess the last news here we got to talk about is drake's tour i mean a lot of news coming around about drake's tour uh first off he announced at his detroit concert that Nicki minaj will be featured on for all the dogs dope to get that young money reunion there hasn't you know been a thing since seeing green i don't think so yeah definitely excited to get them back together uh on the first night of the tour we got to see the stage to see all the visuals and you know you got virgil abloh in a big statue throwing the paper airplane that's dope you got different screens and stuff showing different things throughout the show one of them being headlines while drake is performing the song headlines 
And one of them says that This is America by Childish Gambino is overrated and overawarded. Mm, this um, is tough. Very random. Very random is what I will say with it. So very random indeed. I obviously that song was originally a Drake diss, according to Gambino, but would not have expected Drake to fire a shot back, you know, so many years later. But here we are. And then the last news about the It's All Blur tour we got so far is at one of his shows, 21 Savage was unable to make it. Drake comes out, says that, which I think if you're a fan of that audience, I don't know what you'd be expecting when you're like, oh my God, he's bringing somebody out. He can bring out you would Smiley. Never... Yeah, so he can bring out Smiley. I, I saw some TikTok and it was talking about how like, Smiley just comes out of all these shows and the crowd still goes crazy. So Smiley's definitely killing it. Um, but yeah, I don't know who you would expect. And I think one of the last people we'd expect, especially somewhere as random as Canada would be J Cole, but shout out to J Cole for going all the way to Canada to support his brother, Drake. I mean, that's dope. If you're a fan, that's gotta be crazy. That's I mean, Drake sick. and J Cole together and you're not even expecting J Cole. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That there's like you can't really get a much higher like special guest and it, he's I mean more than this he's not doing one I mean like it's just I don't know that'd just be an unbelievable situation there it's mm-hmm. just crazy to see how close Drake and J Cole have gotten in the, like the past couple of years so big W there hopefully we get some music um, you know th- that was teased at the was it mm-hmm. yeah the same concert so mm-hmm. um, it's all a blurs providing a lot of moments so. Um, I'm just ready to see how this, the rest of this tour unfolds. It is. It's really feeling like our era's tour. You know, the Swifties, they got theirs. This is like crazy. Drake's going through all these throwback songs all the way to the newer songs. Seems like it'd be a great concert to be at. Unfortunately, we were not at the Chicago tour date, so it doesn't seem like we're going to get there. But man, it's been a great tour. Um, I do love Drake's been doing it. 21's been doing it, but J. Cole also did it. How they like come out through the stadium, stage, like walk yeah. all the way down and then get on the stage rather than coming up from the floor or coming mm-hmm. up from, you know, the side or whatever, coming down through the fans. It's crazy. Uh, and, it, and it's truly been like so orderly through all the videos I've seen. Like, I'm yeah, telling you, just walking down. J. Cole by I know <laughs> people um, could do something crazy and they don't. But I mean, obviously, I would never do that. I don't. You know, you joke about it, but you wouldn't do it. I don't think many people would do it, but there are some sickos out there that would do something crazy. So I'm glad <laughs> yeah. that hasn't happened. There's like security, like clip, but there they could somebody could get a fucking something through there. Um, oh, and it's like the crowd's not even like reaching out, like touching them. Really, they're kind of just pretty orderly. Um, let it happen. This reminds me of like back back in the day. You know, I used to be a WWE boy. The Shield, they used to come through, come through the crowd every time, and I'm sure those fucking people are even sicker than. Uh, you know, these people at the concerts. So, uh, I don't know, man. They, these these celebrities got some trust. I guess I guess those they're like professional or uh, what amateur wrestlers, whatever the fuck it is, professional. I don't know. They could probably hold their own, but Drizzy Drake or J Cole, they, they might. J Cole, I guess, is pretty big. So, Twenty One Savage too. So, I don't know. But Drake, I just think of fragile guy. So, yeah at least emotionally uh maybe not physically but yeah i these people could do anything they have drinks they have things they could throw they don't do that so rather even touching them there's other things they could do they don't do any of it so shout out to those people for being like respectful because we saw what happened to kid cuddy we saw what happened to 
who was it? Oh, Bebe Rex, and she got that phone out of her face. <laughs> like ASAP Rocky was getting his fucking balls turned off in the, yeah, in the like, mosh pit. So it could go real south real fast, and it hasn't yet. Obviously, there's two dates to go here, but I hope that one person doesn't ruin it for everybody because it's such a cool thing. Like if you're in one of those sections, that's got to be so cool. Like, I think yeah, no that that is insane. Um, that's just definitely a moment. Artists coming out in the crowd, like I, I feel like it's never gonna be truly ruined, but it's just a very unique and cool way to come out. So I know they're not the first to do it, but just I don't know. Drake no, doing it, it's just crazy. Exactly. It's Drake, like somebody of that magnitude doing it. I think that's what's cool. Like, yeah, it's just a dope moment. So yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see what happens the rest of the tour, but it's been really cool so far. One other thing, they have like the kid on stage the young version of drake mm -hmm. and there was all this talk like is it ai is it a real person i still don't know i think it's a real person I'm, yeah i'm not going to confirm that because i've seen both um but i also am leaning more towards real real kids so props i don't realistically though think about it. are they taking a kid fucking everywhere i don't know i mean like, it's like an actor almost like you would take yeah. it it's just like a role I don't know, but then I also saw something about the kids like getting older throughout the tour, which is dope. Like if that's actually what's happening, it's only been a week or whatever, so it's kind of hard to tell. But he looks maybe a little bit older, so I don't know if it's like the real actor, and then there's like some sort of effects like with yeah. the camera or something to make him look more like Drake and a little bit older every time, or what. But it's, I don't know. It's been cool, so we'll yeah stay tuned on that and see if something else happens with that because there is definitely potential for something really cool to happen with that. If they are planning that whole like aging process and like, especially if that has like something to do with like the story, I guess that's being told with the concert. Yeah. Like you said, a week, it's, it's really only been about a week since this tour has started and it, it's insane. So mm -hmm. there's obviously gonna be more moments. I mean, stick here to follow the details on all of it. And we'll give you our opinions. But yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. As we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, things are going to be a little bit weird here in the next couple of weeks, but episodes will be out. I can't promise that. We're going to go through and do, you know, like a big recording of a couple episodes in a row. So we're probably wearing the same clothes, all that. We're not dirty, I promise. We're just Speaking knocking them out fast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it'll be good. There'll be some good episodes coming up for you guys. So stay tuned for those. And then we back to regular scheduled program here in about three weeks. So yeah, stay tuned to the Instagram. We'll try to give some updates and stuff so you can keep up with everything we got going on here for the next couple weeks when we're not as active with the actual podcast. But yeah, hopefully everybody's having a great summer, enjoying it. It's nice out besides the, you know, smoke from Canada. So yeah, yeah just um, wish I'm super nervous. Wish me luck, guys. Hopefully my shit doesn't go down like the Titanic. So this could be like one of my last hmm. like signing off. Like you got the live news and then I'm signing off. So this could be my last live news episode. So I love wow. y'all. Um, stay tuned till next week. That'll be pre-recorded. So just, just letting you guys know. So. so something does happen. You won't know for a month. So <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, have a great week. We will see you guys next Monday. Peace. See you guys.